Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, one, one. You're listening to only the best internet radio station in the world. This is your number one radio station. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. What's going on, tribe? Welcome to the Roy Judah Podcast. I am your host, Juma Celine. Listen, we have so much to catch up on. God has been doing some amazing things. But before we get into all of that, I would like to welcome you to the Roar of Judah Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If this is your first time joining us, please share the podcast with at least two people. It takes two seconds to share it with two people. That's all we ask him. Well, in other news, I want to say thank you, Lord, for all that you've done for me and how you've looked over me and protected me and guided me. The last three months of 2023 was a bit of a ride, but we endured. (laughs) And that's what we do. We endure. For anyone who felt like last year was not your year or you had some trip ups in 2023, in 2024, God is going to do what he said he was going to do. Too often we get caught up in the the timing. That's right, the timing. And we forget about the journey and we focus on the destination. So what I came to tell you today is be faithful in the little things. (laughs) If you are not following the Roy Judah podcast, please go and do so on social media. That is Facebook. Instagram, Twitter. We would love to have you. Don't forget you can visit the website at www.theroarofjudah.org. Again, that's www.theroarofjudah.org. If you would like to become a sponsor, please send us an email at admin at theroarofjudah.org. Again, if you would like to become a sponsor and partner with us and you have a faith-based business, you can reach us at admin at theroarofjudah.org. If you would like to donate, visit the website, click the donate button to help our reach. We'll greatly appreciate you. Well, tribe, there's so much I want to catch you up on. God has blessed the Roar Judah podcast with our own radio show. Shout out to Gospel 107.1 FM. Listen, playing the hottest gospel music. We got a Monday through Friday slot, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am just grateful. I'm going to plug in the link so you can tune in. We would love to have you tune in Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I will plug the link to listen, or you can go to the website, www.theroyjuda.org and click on the listen now button to hear the show Monday through Friday again the Roar of Judah radio show is on gospel 107.1 FM God is good do you hear me (laughs) he is so good so on Mondays we do mind shift Mondays Uh, Tuesdays is testimony Tuesday also if you would like to submit your testimony your story 
how you overcame please do so send your testimony for testimony tuesday uh admin at the roar of judah.org and wednesdays we do worship wednesdays thursday is thankful thursdays and then fridays are financial fridays so we talk about finances financial literacy budgeting stocks real estate all of those different things and the goal is to have people come in and we're going to talk to some experts and just kind of share some information with the people i love to inform people about new things but we're here and we're grateful for everything that god has put on us to do let's jump in today's show episode 14 breaking out coming out of Acts 16 16 through 40 again that's chapter 16 verse 16 through 40 King James Version we're gonna dive right on in of this particular story is about Paul and Silas and when they were locked up in prison but before we get to that point I want to kind of go back and look at a few verses so that we can build our way up to Paul and Silas and what happened in the prison in verse 16 I want to point out and if you have your Bible or in your spare time go back and check it out Acts 16 chapter 16 verse 16 through 40 King James Version or whatever version you prefer I prefer the King James Version but in verse 16 it says and it came to pass now before I could even get any further in my studies I was stuck at it came to pass and what I found out is that it came to pass. And I think the scripture, if I'm not mistaken, says, and it came to pass. So the and is a continuation of something. My God, let me work. And it came to pass, meaning it is ushering in something new. Now, the King James Version, if you did not know, has that saying, and it came to pass 120 times it occurs in the King James Version. I don't know who this is for. I know you had some hard times in life. I know you struggled. I know you didn't think you was gonna make it this far. But there's a word for you today. And that word is, and it came to pass. <laughs> Listen, Isaiah 55, 11, King James Version says, so shall my word be that go forth out of my mouth it shall not return unto me void but it shall accomplish that which i please and it shall prosper in the thing whereto i sent it i'm gonna read it again isaiah 55 11 king james version i need you to hold on to this word so shall my word be that means established that go forth out of my mouth sent out that means to be sent out it shall not return unto me void that means that it will not come back to god void it will go out and it will serve its purpose and i'm going to say this right now in this moment the word that god has ordained and, and predestined for your life whatever that may be shall go forth and manifest because it cannot come back to god void that means that it has to go out. That means that word goes out with purpose. Let me slow down. Ooh. But it shall accomplish that which I please. God has a 
thing set for you. God has a purpose set for you. It says, but it shall accomplish that which I please. So whatever that thing is that God has for you, it pleases God. Oh, my God. Listen, and it shall prosper. Woo. And it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Let me just go back. And it shall prosper, meaning that it shall be fulfilled. Listen, you're not listening to me. It shall be fulfilled. That thing is going to prosper. Meaning that he created you in his likeness, in his image. Let me work. Holy Spirit, you take over right now in the name of Jesus. He created you in his image, in his likeness. He is a creator. He created the heavens and the earth. That thing is going to manifest. What he called, what he said concerning you is going to happen. Now you have to understand that it came to pass, connects what happened before to what is happening now, coming into something. And we can cross reference to Matthew 11 and one, now it came to pass when Jesus finished commanding his 12 disciples that he departed from there to teach and to preach in their cities. Matthew 11 and 1 says it came to pass, which indicates that Jesus began something new. It signals a transition to the next phase of his ministry. Listen, I want you to hear me loud and clear. What God has spoken over your life is going to happen. It came to pass. It's just an indication of a time when things are about to change. When you're dealing with God, we see so many times God has allowed man to go his own way for a certain amount of time. Can I work? And then the word that God has spoken over your life must go out and it must produce. So that means he let you walk in darkness for a bit before he came and did what he said he was going to do concerning you. He gave you a renewing of the mind. He transformed your life. He gave you salvation. He gave you an intercessor. Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins and rose on the third day. Listen, God has a plan for your story. And as we look at this thing, and it came to pass, means that something must end. I'm going somewhere. Work with me. That means disease, poverty, infidelity, disharmony, isolation, sickness, blindness, starvation, homelessness. It's all got to end because God has a word that says, and it came to pass. <laughs> Woo. When we look at this thing, we have to understand that God's plan and purpose is very strategic in how he moves. Nothing happens by happenstance. We'll be right back. What's up, tribe? It's your favorite radio host, Juma Saleem from the Royal Judah Radio Show. Tune in every week for our faith-filled shows. We start your week off with Mind Shift Monday. Testimony Tuesday. Worship Wednesday. Thankful Thursday. Financial Fridays. Right here on Gospel 107.1 FM.
Alrighty tribe, we are back. We are back. We're talking about breaking out Paul and Silas' story in Acts chapter 16, verse 16 through 40, King James Version. And before we went to that break, we were talking about, and it came to pass. Now, I don't want to spend too much time, but I got excited there because that is a powerful word in itself. I want you to understand that this first scripture is so powerful it's packed with information in verse 16 it says and it came to pass as we went to prayer a certain damsel possessed with a spirit a divination met us which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying I want you to understand that that word that first word divination is very serious that word means it is the art or the practice that seeks to foresee the future or discover hidden knowledge usually by the interpretation of omens or by the aid of supernatural powers let me work these men were using this woman to sell her gift and to make money off of people's hope. Whew. I want you to understand what this story is saying. The woman was foretelling people's future. They were making a profit off of the woman. That sound familiar? Let us work. The woman was being used for her gift. And I want you to understand that you have to be careful because people will use you and use you up till there's nothing left. And so when Paul and Silas arrive on the scene, the spirit that was inside of the woman knew that Paul and Silas had power. As we go into verse 27, it says, the same woman followed Paul and cried saying, these men are the servants of the most high God, which show us unto the way of salvation. And then the next scripture says, and this she did many days. I wanted to stop by to tell you today that the enemy's job is to irk your nerves. Clearly, we can see that the enemy is working right here in verse 18. It says, and this did she many days. That means nonstop, constantly bombarding them, saying the same thing over and over and over. How many times have you let? How many times have you let? Let's work. The enemy bombard you with accusations that you're not good enough, that you're not worthy, that you don't deserve a husband, that you don't deserve a wife, that you don't deserve that promotion. Constantly in your ear. We know that the enemy's job is to kill, steal, and destroy. When we look at the next verse, we realize that Paul has been grieved at this point. And he turns and says to the spirit, now, I want you to stop right there for a moment. He turned to the spirit, not the woman. Too often when things are happening in our lives, we are not in our spirit mind frame. We are in our flesh. And so we turn to the person instead of the spirit. 
we want to fight the person and not war in the spirit what you have to understand is that the evil spirit inside of the woman knew that the true power was in Paul and in Silas and so the spirit wanted to disrupt the deliverance the power and the healing that was in the region so the spirit wanted to attack Paul and Silas the evil spirit knew that deliverance and salvation was in the region in the area and so it wanted to disrupt them the job of the enemy is to frustrate you listen to me like that saying from the color purple all my life I had to fight the enemy's job is to frustrate you if the enemy can get you to be frustrated you cannot focus I need somebody to write that down if I am frustrated I cannot focus I need you to hear me out if I'm frustrated I cannot focus have you ever been so frustrated that you couldn't even think straight let's work that's the that's the enemy's job to get you so frustrated and discombobulated that you cannot even focus you can't focus to pray you can't focus to get in God's word you can't focus to worship God you can't focus to get a praise up you can't focus on anything but what's going on in the moment There is power in the name of Jesus. Transformation happens when we say Jesus' name. Power is released. And so when Paul turns to the Spirit and commands that the Spirit come out in the name of Jesus, it says, and it came out the same hour. Think about how many times that you've fought and fought and fought and got no results. But the moment that you mention Jesus' name, <laughs> here's the thing that you got to understand. This story is so powerful. You have to understand that there are different events happening in this one cinematic scene. See, the men were upset because, see, they were using the woman to gain wealth. Isn't it ironic that the people who we put our trust in sometimes will use us up as long as it benefits them they will use us up but what you have to understand about this powerful story is that the moment that the spirit was casted out she was no longer valuable to the men be careful let me say this word be careful of the people who do not find value in you when you become free my god that's a word holy spirit i hear you I'm going to say it again for the people in the back. Be mindful of the people who no longer see you valuable because you have been freed. People will treat you differently once they no longer can benefit. Do you know how many friends, so-called friends, I've lost along the way? Because I decided to give my life to God and make a change and let God transform me from the inside out. See, everything starts from the inside. The spirit had to come out so that the man could be free. We walk by spirit and not flesh. There will always be people who will oppose your change. 
Because sick people like to be around sick people. I want to share that word with you. Write that down in your notes. Sick people like to be around sick people. So you got to understand the moment that you get free, you're no longer valuable to the sick person. As long as I'm sick, we best friends. But the moment that I am transformed and my mind is renewed, I am no longer valuable because I'm going to hold you accountable. I've written this down. I've studied this thing. Sick people don't want help because if they get help, that means they have to be accountable for their behavior, their actions, and their mindset. Listen, don't get me started. It's the job of the enemy to continuously bombard you with accusations. And how we respond matters. We have been given the power, the authority, and the dominion to cast out demonic spirits and forces. We have to be careful about who we are around and what we put our trust in. See, the woman put her trust in the men and not in God. But she was possessed. She had a spirit. Again, when the scripture says the master saw that the hope of their gain, they had their hope in this plot, this scheme. And when they noticed that the hope of their gain was gone, they lost hope. Understand this, what I say. What is your hope in? Be mindful of what you put your hope in. Don't put your hope in your job, your husband, your wife. Don't put your hope in nothing other than God. He should be our first line of defense. Hope. It should be in God and nothing else. Because man is going to let you down. A woman's going to let you down. A child will let you down. But God will never leave you or forsake you. Let me work. In verse 20, the men accuse Paul and Silas because of their affiliation to a particular culture. If you look at verse 20, the men brought up the fact that Paul and Silas were Jews. And the men in the culture that they were in were Romans. And it's just like that today. People don't want to be associated with believers because they know that they'll be held accountable for their actions and behaviors. So they want to cast us out. <laughs> Let me work. Holy Spirit, you're here. I know you were with me. See, they wanted to get rid of Paul and Silas because Paul and Silas was getting people free. See, that's what happens when when Jesus comes on the scene. When the power of God is with you and you come on the scene, people want to leave. Have you ever noticed that when you go somewhere and you get around a certain group of people and, and they see you coming, they want to leave. They don't want to be around you because they know that there's power with you. They know that you have to be accountable to something. They can't be they self as they say. <laughs> the man made a note that the customs of the Jews was not the custom of the Romans. So what Paul and Silas was on the two men was not on that. They was on the Roman customs. And we know the Roman customs got a little wild. <laughs> Isn't it ironic that we are always cool till we not cool with people? Can I talk? See, it's cool as long as I'm sick and I'm hurt and I, I don't have everything I need and we in the same boat. Yes, Lord, I hear you. As long as we in the same boat, you my best friend. But the moment that I step out the boat and I make my way towards Jesus, 
I'm no longer valuable. Now you don't want to hang around me no more. Or I changed. Or I'm acting like I'm better than you. Is this not what people say? And this is clearly what the men are saying to, to Paul and Silas. They are trying to figure out a way to get Paul and Silas out of the region. Because they, they are messing up what the Romans are into. Isn't it ironic that when you go somewhere or you go to a little get together for the family or a work function, people really don't want to associate with you because they know you different. That's what they say. They call you different. And, and, and the Romans had a way. They were free will thinkers. They, they did whatever they wanted to do. The Roman culture was different. And it's still that way today. People don't want to be associated with anything that has to do with Christ because they want to be free. They want to be able to do whatever they want to do. And whenever you find free will, you also find a lot of folly. <laughs> Let me work. Wherever you find free will, you find a lot of folly, a lot of sin. Because people don't want to be held accountable for their behaviors, their actions, and the way that they think. And so they use this narrative of, oh, I'm a free will thinker, or I don't believe in that, I'm an atheist or whatever, because they don't have anything to hold them accountable. The power of God holds you accountable. That's why Jesus sent them out in twos, so that each one could hold the other person accountable. Let me work. And if you look at verse 25, it says at midnight, that's powerful because we have to cross-reference that scripture to Psalms 30 and verse five, I believe it says for his anger endure, but a moment in his favor is life. And then the scripture says, weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Paul and Silas are locked into a prison and during this time, Paul and Silas begin to pray and sing praises unto God. I want you to hear me very clearly. <laughs> Ooh, this is good. Strongholds are broken when we use our spiritual weapons. See, even though Paul and Silas was imprisoned, they didn't have anything left but prayer and praise. Ooh, that's good write that down when i have nothing left i have prayer and praise holy spirit you work strongholds are broken when we use our spiritual weapons the scripture says make a joyful noise Woo. and in the moment of them praying and singing and praising and worshiping to god for his goodness, not for their circumstance, my God, but for his goodness, his mercy, they prayed and they praised God. In verse 26, it says, a great earthquake shook the foundation of the prison and the doors immediately were opened. And everyone, not just Paul and Silas, but everyone's bands were released. I want to say this to you when we pray and we praise and we worship God for who he is in spirit and truth, things open up, Woo. things open up 
in the heavenly realm and then they open up on earth because the scripture says as it is in heaven so as it is on earth so in the truth being told when they sung praises and they worship that went up to the highest heaven and what came down unlocked what they was in <laughs> holy spirit you work you work this thing People are set free, family members are healed, lives are changed based on how we praise, how we pray, how we worship, how we live our lives determines a lot. So many people can't be saved by our testimony and our story. We talked about this on the radio show of the testimony. Testimony Tuesday. We talked about how people can be released through our praise and our worship and our testimony. Our story has the power to impact the walk of other people. They can be freed and live in the light just like we do. It's simple. All we got to do is believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and the scripture says that we shall be saved. We are running out of time, tribe, but I want to share this with you as we close out. Your prayer and your praise has the power to unlock things. Never forget that. Never forget that. It is powerful. As always, you are loved, you are cared for, and you are much needed. Until we meet again, tribe, one love.